Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Kelly Coffey, the CEO of City National Bank. I hope you and your families are healthy and safe. While we're all in quarantine, I think it's really important for us to be connected and help each other stay positive during this time. That's why I'm so excited to introduce the extraordinary special guest I have here with me today, the co-founder and CEO of the Tribeca Film Festival, Jane Rosenthal. Jane is the leader of an organization whose whole founding story is about coming together in the midst of uncertainty and hardship. And I know we'll all find some inspiration and motivation in hearing from her today. Jane, thank you so much for joining us today. Tell us how you're doing. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm, you know, more concerned with everybody else and uh, what we can do to bring our city back stronger than ever, as well as uh, the rest of the country, you know, the rest of the world. This has not just been a health crisis. It's uh, affected every strata of our life. I think I'm more concerned about others. As long as I can keep working, I'm I'm good. How about you, Kelly? I'm with you. I'm with you. And as a New Yorker, even though I live in LA now, I'm I'm definitely watching and and hoping that everything gets back to normal from New York and and ready to ready to help as I can. But I'm doing all right, hanging in there. And again, working really does help. Um, and you know, I think Jane, the Tribeca Film Festival is absolutely no stranger to being a leader in uncertain times. So this is another one of those. And the story of how and why you and Robert De Niro created the Tribeca Film Festival back in early 2002 is a really inspiring story. So I think it would be really great for you to tell us a little bit about it now. Uh, thanks, Kelly. Well, it was um, after uh, the 9-11 terrorist attacks, uh, Bob and I were trying to figure out like what we could do for our community, what we could do to give our community uh, a new memory. Our offices are just a few blocks from the Trade Center. I was a block and a half south uh, on West Street when the first plane hit the towers. So we were we were all right in the middle of it. And we weren't firefighters. We weren't uh, recovery workers. We were filmmakers. So what could we do to put on a show? And we announced November 2001 that we were doing a film festival. My mindset at the time was, okay, I'm a film producer. I know I can prep a movie in three months. I can prep a film festival. We went to announce it. We had no sponsors. I didn't know what sponsorship was. I didn't know what activation was. And I only knew I had one film actually, which was a movie that I had been producing that spring of 2001 that would come out spring of 2002 called About a Boy. Uh, My friends from Working Title in the UK agreed and that was going to be our opening night film. You know, uh, did the film festival 120 days after after we announced and um, now it's 19 years later and here we are. It's incredible. It's an incredible story. And having been in New York City that day, um, it, it takes me right back to that moment of time and how inspiring to pull something together so quickly. And it's had a huge impact on on New York. I mean, th- when you think about pulling it together so, so fast, talk a little bit about the the impact it had on the New York community just so so soon after 9-11. Well, there was clearly an uptown-downtown divide. Um, yeah. People were afraid to go downtown. People were, you know, afraid to travel. So what could you do to say to the world, we're still here? And 
artists always have a way of shining, of taking that mirror and reflecting society's fears, their, their sense of a community. And we just said, we're, we're putting on a show. Now, I was also concerned with, we were still very much in that stage of, of digging out and it hadn't gone quite to recovery yet. And uh, Bob and I invited uh, Nelson Mandela to come and speak. Uh, mind you, this was also, Bloomberg had just come into office. Mm-hmm. He was very helpful. And on the steps of City Hall, we had Mayor Bloomberg, then Governor Pataki, Nelson Mandela, Bob, President Clinton. And uh, we opened the film festival. Um, it was a signal to say, we're okay. And um, we had over 100,000 people come downtown, which was shocking. But at, at the time, I, I think I did have my own case of PTSD. I just was like, the more people we get downtown, then everything will be okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, uh, but we, we did have uh, an impact on everyone's, I think, emotional state that it was, oh, it was okay to come out again and that New York was going to rebuild and be stronger than ever. It was so important. That, that impact was huge because it's all about the confidence and the hope. And I think you, you led that. I mean, I, and everything seemed different at that time. I remember just a day or two after we lived uptown and a lot of our downtown friends were staying with us, but I don't know if you remember, there was a terrible thunder and lightning storm in the middle of the night and waking up terrified that we were being bombed. And I think it just shifting people's thinking, what you did with that was pretty, pretty incredible and really meaningful to get people not to be afraid and that we will get through it. New York has tremendous spirit, you know, so you and, and partnering with Mr. De Niro have shown community leadership like that since the early two thousands. Now you're doing it all again, but in a very different way. So can you tell us about your plans going forward and how you're going to be honoring first responders? Uh, We're doing the, we are one global film festival that uh, we organized and we're doing that with YouTube. That will be free to the world starting on uh, May 29th and um, funds to that uh, will be given. It will be a fundraiser for the World Health Organization and then country by country can also suggest where they want funding to go. But the festival's continued and I'm sure it's kind of evolved and changed and but yet stayed true to sort of its original philosophy of gathering people and I guess this is the next generation of doing that in our current world how how have you how have you really thought about that how do you how does this creative process work when you think about how to stay true to what you're doing but but change with the world well first and foremost we were always uh, supportive of our filmmakers supportive of new voices uh, very much at the that first festival it was important to program a comedy because it was we needed to laugh and I keep I keep saying that when you laugh you're releasing endorphins and so that too is a bit of exercise and that can keep us uh, our minds sharp and we all do need something to laugh about in these insane days you know as we're dealing with uh, so many health issues and loss all around us. But Tribeca was always about, we were always platform agnostic in those early days. Uh, So whether or not it was doing a festival that uh, was crowdsourced uh, with Amazon before YouTube had come out and had a 
prize for best online short when it took about uh, three hours to upload uh, 20 minutes of content. We were just always uh, ahead of the curve. We were always about, uh, we were one of the first festivals to bring in VR, AR, telling stories in nonlinear ways, telling stories in all different types of ways. We did a, we did a virtual film festival years ago. So this wasn't new to us. It's what it, it starts to become what the industry will deem acceptable. And um, you know, the industry, the entertainment industry, the film industry, the way things are distributed, that has been changing for the past couple of years. So I think this will just create a quicker wave, if you will, to changes. But if you look back, I mean, film is something that I think everybody loves. Um, it's it's certainly a big part of City National. We go way back in the industry, um, incredibly deep roots and, and a strong passion across our teams for it. But talk a little bit about when you're, when, how did you get involved and when did your passion for film start and how did you, you first connect with Robert De Niro on it? Well, the quick version is uh, I wanted to act, but I wasn't good enough. But I always loved movies and television. And I actually had at one point thought about being in politics. But I realized at the time, I thought that if you could tell great stories through television, I did, I was at CBS doing television movies for years. If you could tell interesting stories, you could change hearts and minds quicker than you could politically. And that was then. Anyway, uh, I, wor- I was working at Disney uh, on a movie called The Color of Money a long time ago. It was this guy, Tom Cruise's uh, second film that he was going to do. And I was working with Martin Scorsese, who said to me, what are you doing as a studio executive? I think you should meet my friend, Robert De Niro. He's thinking about starting something in New York. And I was living in California at the time. Anyway, Bob and I talked for about a year. I kept saying the movie industry is in LA. And he said, why would you ever want to be a studio executive the rest of your life? And, you know, you've got to, you've got to remember this was a time when cell phones were really huge. So uh, people weren't connecting as quickly. And that three-hour time difference felt huge. Uh, but anyway, I picked up and moved, and that was um, 30 years ago. So it's uh, worked out. It's worked out well. And you, you're officially a New Yorker, I think, now, after 30 years. I, I think so. <laughs> Bob used to joke, because we were starting the Tribeca Grill also at the time. I thought I was going to make movies. Uh, we were going to start doing movies. Next thing I know, we're, we're looking for architects and opening up a restaurant. And he would always joke with me that if it didn't work out, I could work in the restaurant. <laughs> you could wait tables, right? Yeah. Yeah, you need a, you need a plan B. Speaking of waiting in tables in restaurants, you know, we also support those workers. And that is also a heartbreak for the loss of those, figuring out ways that uh, restaurants uh, will be able to come back. It's been a tremendous, I mean, that's one of the toughest industries. I mean, obviously the pandemic has affected so many businesses and events. Um, and the time was especially difficult for, for you because the festival was set to open on April 15th and we were so excited to be a part of it uh, in New York. And unfortunately, all the in-personal, in-person festivities had to, had to be canceled, right? And Tribeca is one of the few event-based institutions that's been able to continue to thrive and moving the content, engaging to the digital environment, which is where the world is really going. So 
Can you talk through a few of the steps you've taken to make the 2020 festival digitally enabled, what you're using? Well, what we've done is at first we announced a series of short films that we were releasing free online, which was a short film a day keeps anxiety away you know, immediately to try to give our community something to look forward to in their inbox besides some news of how to unpack your groceries safely or how to wear your mask. But uh, we pivoted immediately to having a number of films on the extranet so that press and industry and filmmakers could still engage, that our jurors could still convene through Zoom and meet with the filmmakers and select the their highlights, the winners of the the winners of uh, the various categories. Uh, we also, through our XR program, partnered with Oculus and a number of our programs that were in 360 and XR were available to anyone who had an Oculus, and that was actually a very successful program for us. And from there, we announced uh, our global festival because it was, again, that feeling of needing to gather and how do we gather and how do we, no matter where in the world we are, how can we, we're all going through the same things with our families, we're all having the same sense of anxiety and frustration and, you know, where we may be apart, but we're not alone. So we, uh, as I said, started to, uh, in the process of of planning that. And then we've also just announced last week with AT&T and IMAX that we're doing a national drive-in and uh, hopefully we'll, you know, there'll be uh, guidelines out for that of how we can gather safely with proper uh, new safety health procedures in place for drive-ins. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to being able to gather again for sure. And I know I'm really looking forward to doing a lot virtually this year, but I'm looking forward to 2021 Tribeca Film Festival Festival because not only as a longtime New Yorker am I going to get to go again, um, it's a remarkable, as you said, Exhibition of talent, but across from you to, you know, been around a while across the world. And I'm pretty excited about 2021 because City National will be a proud sponsor for the first time. Hopefully all, all of us will be together. Are you are you already planning that? How early do you start that? And anything you're you're already thinking about in terms of major changes to make given everything that's happened? Oh, we've got a few surprises um, on our sleeve for our 20th anniversary. We're um, obviously very excited about that. But I think first and foremost uh, for, for all of us is how we're going to work to help New York open up in the safest way. I've been doing uh, some work for Governor Cuomo on his task force to reopen uh, the state, the city. So first and foremost is health and safety first and knowing the facts, and then we'll be able to plan around that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's great that you're involved in those things because I think, as you said a bit through this, arts can play a really key role as it did after 9-11 and and bringing people together when people feel so disconnected. And in so many ways, we feel more disconnected now because we're not able to be together when we had been through some of the past crises. So, you know, connecting people through some of these shared passions is so important. And so I'm sure you're thinking about more, even more ways to do that as, as we bring New York 
out of this crisis. Well, that is one thing. We are never short of ideas. We love that we're going to have this wonderful partnership with City National. You've been so supportive and also so much of your contributions to the industry and how you've supported the industry for so many years is, you know, just really want to, you know, congratulate you on on that. And we, you know, appreciate the partnership and support. You, you, we always appreciate that coming from a place where we did after 9-11, but you particularly see who people are, who companies are, but how they react during these times. And so I, I thank you for being supportive of, um, of Tribeca and all of our artists in the industry and the community of New York City. I'll say thank you on behalf of all my many colleagues who are so passionate about everything you do. And we're here to support all of our clients, particularly in the entertainment industry, which is just, as I said, so near and dear to us and um, and really basis of our roots. So, and this, you know, this has really impacted all of our lives. Well, Jane, I want to thank you for spending so much time to talk about all the exciting and wonderful things you're working on. We're so excited to be able to support it. And we're so thankful that you're taking the leadership on bringing everybody together and showing everyone there's hope as we get through this. And we will get through this together. So thank you so much for spending some time and giving us some of your updates. Well, thank you. And thank you for doing this and stay healthy and strong and sane in these crazy times. And we will get through this. Stay healthy, everybody. Thank you for listening to our conversation with Jane Rosenthal, co-founder, CEO, and executive chair of Tribeca Enterprises, and Kelly Coffey, CEO of City National Bank. For more information about the Tribeca Film Festival, visit TribecaFilm.com. To learn more about City National Bank, please visit CNB.com.